Hello and welcome to this episode of French Fries and Faith. Um, I'm Abby Tucker and I'm so excited that you have taken your time out of your day to click that button that says play and let me be a part of your day. That totally rhymed and I didn't even plan that so that is amazing. Um, I am like always very grateful that you are supporting me and this journey of normalizing the Savior in our life and normalizing what it means to be a disciple of Christ and to just let the Savior walk side by side with you and be excited about it and be proud about it and talk about it. So um, it's kind of funny because today I have sat down and probably I'm not joking. I probably recorded 10, <laughs> 10 versions of this one episode that I thought needed to be recorded today. And I was getting overwhelmed. And then finally I was like, well, obviously this episode does not need to get out today because of whatever reason. And I'll do it tomorrow. And, you know, I was kneeling down to say my evening prayers and I just feel very strongly that I get to talk about this today. So we're going to talk about this today. And that is the fact that we should be proud where we stand. Um, we should be proud to be disciples of Christ. We should be proud to be followers of Christ. And in a world with so much chaos and so much confusion, confusion and so much anger, so much bitterness, so much separation. Uh, why would you want to separate yourself from the Savior? Why would you want to separate yourself from his church? Why would you want to separate from light? I, um, I don't know if you saw the same post, but at least here in Mesa, there was a, a post by this sweet elder who was doing home MTC that kind of went viral. And he was in his post he said along the lines, I, I honestly don't even know what his name was and um, I don't, I can paraphrase what he said and it was along the lines of, you know, a lot of people in my feed, in my life have come out and said and like have broadcasted why they're leaving the church and reasons why they're leaving the church and I'm going to do a post of why I'm staying in the church. And one of the reasons that he said was that he said, it's so interesting that when people leave the church, they say, I've never felt more free. That's like a big phrase. And I've heard it. I've seen it. Someone very close to me has recently decided to step away from the church, step away from um, the gospel and to live another lifestyle. And it's very heavy and it's very hard because it feels as though they're choosing not you. That's very difficult because as children of God, we want to be chosen and we want to return home and we want to be together as a family because that's what we've been taught. We've been taught that since the beginning that family is very important. And so when those that are struggling that you love decide that, family or not family, that they don't want to be on this path anymore. It's very, very heartbreaking and it's very hard. 
and it's heavy. Luckily, the Savior is very strong and can carry that weight if you give it to him. But in this post, he one of the most impactful things that he said was that people say that they're free, that they've never felt so free, and there's just they can truly be themselves, and there's like the rules were just weighing them down. And he said, as a missionary, he said, I have never felt more free, which is super interesting, he says, because I have so many more rules. I am free from sin. I'm free from regret. I'm free from sorrow. I'm free from loneliness. I'm free from bondage. I'm free from despair. He went on and on on all these ways that he's free because of the gospel. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think that that's something that we forget is that the gospel isn't a weight. The savior is not our warden. The savior is her strength. I don't know who needs to hear that. Someone does. And one there's this conference talk that I've been listening to on repeat. I'm kind of like a conference addict. <laughs> like I'll pick a conference talk and I'll just watch it over and over and not watch it, but I'll listen to it over and over and over and over again until I practically have it memorized. And this week's conference talk was brought to you by, no, but this week's conference talk was Elder Holland, obviously, because we love him. And it's tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And you need to go study it. You could probably study it for a year and still be pulling out huge mind stones of gold out of this talk but um this I'm gonna read part of it that I think is super um powerful super impactful and super personal to everyone if you um take it digest it and apply it to your lives and um that is this and it says quote my brothers and sisters the first great command commandment of all eternity is to love God with all of our heart might mind and strength that is the first commandment, but the first great truth of all eternity is that God loves us with all of his heart, might, mind, and strength. That love is the foundation of eternity, and it should be the foundation stone of our daily life. And I love that because we know that we're supposed to love God, but I think that in this world of confusion, in this world that Satan is spinning and it's getting more and more wicked and more and more evil and more and more heavy that we forget that God loves us and he is our father and our savior is our brother and he gave his life for us and heavenly father let his children come to earth so that they can come back to him stronger and better and that's a beautiful thing you know, to know that the God of this universe, that he is so excited for us to come home and that the Savior is so diligent and so dedicated and so determined to help us get home that he walks every step with us if we allow him and that he's willing to carry what we can't lift and he's willing to strengthen our muscles our spiritual muscles so that we can carry more and get stronger and become 
more more grounded, more strengthened, and more empowered through him and through what he provides to strengthen us. Because he knows exactly what it'll take. He knows exactly what steps it'll take. He knows exactly the weight, exactly the pressure. He knows down to the ounce what we can and cannot carry. And the best part is he'll carry the rest. And today was kind of a funny day because I thought it was going to go a certain way and it didn't. And normally my brain spins out and says, well, what did you do wrong? And why didn't this happen? And all of these things. And I'm kneeling down to pray. And I, something kind of like triggering to me happened this evening. And I'm like, Heavenly Father, I want to cry because that was very triggering. Not like in an annoying way, just in a very emotional way. And I was like, I want to cry, but I'm not going to because I'm just going to give it to the Savior. I don't even, like, I accept that emotion. I accept those feelings. But that sorrow and that pain that I know is sitting inside of me, I'm going to hand it to the Savior. And I'm going to have him heal me because, and I don't say that lightly. And I don't say that, like, fluffy. Because this has taken a long time, guys. I am definitely, if you've listened to the past two podcasts and if you've spent even 10 minutes with me, you know that I cry. (laughs) And the fact that I didn't want to cry, now I'm going to cry. But the fact that I didn't want to cry but I wanted to give it to the Savior is because I've decided to make the Savior my foundation and to make it the foundation stone of my daily life and it has taken a lot of work and uh, you don't just get here by hop skipping and do dot a all day long like you work really hard to make the savior center part you have to truly focus you have to truly want god and not want the world you have to truly want his plan and not want yours to feel that strength you have to truly be determined to let this savior guide you and not let, first of all, natural man, second of all, the world, third of all, your emotions, hello, they try to guide my thoughts all the time. But as soon as you let the savior be the painter of the masterpiece that you are, it'll turn out beautiful and your path will be lined with these beautiful flowers straight back to our Heavenly Father. And I hope you can just imagine that path this week whenever you're struggling. Just imagine a path that you're walking on with the Savior and imagine it lined with those most beautiful flowers and it's leading back to your Father in Heaven. It's leading back to your Heavenly Mother and you're doing everything you can to work hard to get there. And the Savior's there to help you. And... This is a short episode and this didn't have necessarily like a theme except for let the Savior be your foundation. Just let him be it. Don't build your house upon a sand. Maybe that is it. (laughs) I don't know. All I know is that it takes effort 
to let the Savior be your guide and not listen to the world. But when you do and you let him, you <laughs> don't have to cry anymore. And you don't have to feel weak. And you don't have to worry as much because he's the Prince of Peace. And that's where I'm going to end it today because otherwise we'll just ramble. But thank you for listening and I hope that this helped you even if it was just a little teaspoon of hope and joy today. But until next time, um, that's it. We'll talk next week. Bye.